Are you playing a leading role on the stage of Yiddishkeit? Or are you simply a supporting actor? Supporting actors are important, but let's see how do we get to that main stage. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman, and today we discuss what it takes to become a leading actor on the stage of Yiddishkeit. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Russa. I like to begin with a story. In the early days of the Lakewood Yeshiva, one of the major benefactors once made a bold comment to Rabbi Aaron Kotler, the founding Rosh Yeshiva. Rabbi, I'm supporting your Yeshiva, and so I have an equal merit in the reward for the learning, right? That's correct, replied Rabbi Kotler. We have a partnership just like the one that existed between Yisachar and Zavulun. You provide the material needs, I provide the spiritual needs, and we share the reward in Olam Haba. So how are you and I any different, Rebbe? The man smirked. We'll both end up in the same place. The difference between us, said the Rosh Yeshiva, is that while we both might have a wonderful Olam Haba in store for us, I also have an Olam Hazer. I also get to enjoy this world. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Shvatia quoted Rabbi Yochanan. When one does Galila, the dressing of the Torah, he needs to position it so that it closes on the seam between two sheets of parchment. And Rabbi Shvatia quoted Rabbi Yochanan, if ten people read from the Torah, the greatest among them should do Galila. And the one who does Galila takes the reward of all of them. As Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, if ten people read from the Torah, the one who does Galila receives the reward of all of them. Can it enter your mind that he actually receives the reward of all of them? Rather say he re- receives a reward equivalent to that of all of them. Let's analyze this Gemara. Rabbi Shvatya teaches that the most important call-up is Galila, the dressing of the Torah. Now, that's counterintuitive. Most people believe that Galila is simply the consolation prize given even to children. Somebody, some even like to joke that getting Galila ranks alongside being asked to lead Pesuke de Zimra, the first part of Davening, when most people are still meandering into Shul. What makes Galila so special? The Orach Shulchan explains the importance of the Galila recipient. He is the one who ensures that the Torah is not left open and unattended. The Bach writes that the reason the Galila honoree receives extra reward is because of all of the extra laws he needs to be familiar with to do the Galila. These halachas and minhagim include the necessity of positioning the seam in the middle and ensuring the voracious side of the Torah is on top of the devarim side when the Torah is closed. You know, there's more to Galila than you think. Actually, according to the Mishnah Brewer, nowadays we divide the classic Galila ritual into the two honors of Hagba and Galila, lifting the Torah and dressing the Torah. Originally, that was considered one honor, but now it's two separate people. The primary reward, according to the Mishnah Bura, is reserved for the person who does Hagba, the lifting of the Torah. The Ramban interprets the verse, Cursed be the man who does not uphold the words of this Torah, as an exhortation to the person doing Hagba to make sure that everyone, men and women, can see the writing inside the Torah when he lifts it up and turns it around. Getting Hagba right is so important that the Chassam Sofer suggested that it borders on a biblical obligation. That's why, far from Hagba and Galila being the bottom of the barrel call-ups, they're actually the honors that are deserving. 
The primary reward is reserved for the person who demonstrates the purpose of the Torah reading, manifesting it immediately in action. While we could spend hours discussing the distinction of Hagba and Galila, let's be honest with ourselves. Everyone knows that Galila is not Maftir. If you've been doing a, let's say, proverbial Hagba for some time now, it's perhaps time to ask yourself whether it might not be the right time for a speaking part. It's cute to compare Psuke to Zimra to Galila, but the fact is the former takes effort and expertise. Not everybody can lead services, let alone the Psuke de Zimra. That entails getting to shul on time. It means knowing the right tunes for weekday Shabbos and the high holidays. Yes, they're all different. And of course, it requires a fluency that will get the congregation to Yishtabach in a timely manner. I'm not talking literally about receiving an aliyah versus getting Hagbo Galila, because unlike the Psuke de Zimra analogy, almost everyone knows how to recite the brachas over the Torah. But what I mean by proverbial Hagba is those areas of Yiddishkeit that are, let's call them, supporting actor roles. Just like Rev Kotler chided the benefactor of Lakewood Yeshiva, in Jewish life we have leading roles and supporting roles. They are by no means mutually exclusive, one should certainly aspire to fulfill both, but while the Hagba role is to uphold the words of this Torah, one always needs to maintain the hope and aspiration to bless the words of the Torah by devoting oneself to serious daily study. Are you settling for spiritual mediocrity, satisfying yourself with tying up the Torah as it were after everyone else has finished reading it? No doubt, someone has to do it. But if it's always you, maybe it's time to move on and expect more from yourself. Doing Galila may get you to the same final destination, but imagine how rich and fulfilling your life would be if you were prepared to invest the time and effort into mastering real Torah knowledge in this world. In Olam Haba, the world to come, you don't want just to be in heaven, you want to appreciate heaven. The way to accomplish that is to achieve mastery of Hashem's wisdom in this world. All good people go to heaven, but only those who have mastered the Torah are truly able to appreciate everything Olam Haba has to offer. They tell the story of David, who was new to Shul and offered Hagba. It was painful to watch. He could barely lift the Sefer Torah, almost dropped it and sat down very quickly. Feeling very embarrassed about the episode, he resolves to go home and work out. For the next few months, he's lifting weights and doing push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. Finally, he feels ready to face the Kehillah once more. The next Shabbos off, he goes pumped and all set to make amends. All of a sudden, he hears the Gabbai call his name. He rushes up to the Bimmer, grabs the Sefer Torah, lifts it and opens it up wide, showing ten columns of the Torah. He pivots to the left and then to the right. Proudly, he turns to the Gabbai and he says, New, what did you think? Wow, I must say, that Hagba was amazing, responds the Gabbai. But actually, I called you up for Shlishi. At some point, friends, we must all graduate and demand of ourselves that we reach our greatest potential. While it's true that Hagba requires a proper understanding of the laws, don't ever settle for less than the very best. Now that you've mastered the art of Hagba, it's time to aspire to Shlishi. May you toil in Torah and be rewarded with spiritual bliss in this world and the next. Wishing you a transformative day. 
Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.